It's been almost a year since I made up my mind to give my resignation letter to my manager at my very first full-time job after university. I had been working for 8 months then, but deep inside, I had been thinking about quitting weeks before. I received a lot of criticism for that decision. It didn't seem wise that I quit my first job so soon. After all, I'd been lucky enough to have one literally right after my graduation. I did it anyway. I quit my first job, but not without a backup plan. Not without another job waiting at the door. Not without having thought about the pros and the cons days and nights before. Now, finally, nearly a year later, I feel ready to talk about it. At least to share with you the lessons I have learned and the red flags I've come to take into consideration when leaving a job. I've never officially talked about the act of quitting a job itself. So what I'm going to share with you is the list of red flags that had happened to have crossed my mind back then before deciding to quit my first job. I will list them in order of thought. So they will all form part of a chain of mental events. Events, or should I say, thoughts and deductions that led to the final act. I would like to disclaim right here and now that I may have been right as much as I may have been wrong. I'm talking about this to help those that are on the brink of quitting their job to see clarity in their train of thoughts not to persuade anyone to quit their job. Always be mindful of your decisions and take my experience as a guide, not a rule book. So it was in fact a combination of a lot of thoughts that led me to quit. Moreover, I didn't allow myself time to breathe in between graduation and going to work. Basically, as soon as I had landed in Mauritius, after my studies, I had started my first job. And I strongly recommend not to do that, especially if you're an international student. You've got to let yourself adapt to your new life after university before jumping into the working world. With that said, let's get into the list of why I quit my first job. Number one, I dreaded the commute and the area. To understand my reasons for quitting, you first have to understand the context I was in. I had just come back from Malaysia, from a buzzing city, a city that doesn't lack anything and where everything is within walking distance. When I started my first job, I had to face a stark contrast to my old life. My workplace was situated pretty much in the middle of nowhere and I had to take two means of transport just to get there from home. Oh wait, not even from home, but from my grandparents' place. If I were to commute from home, sweet home, I would have needed three means of transport. The great thing about working in Mauritius is your transport costs are subsidized and they did provide a van for half of a way, but this did not lessen the reluctance I felt every time I had to travel so far so long, only to end up in an industrial village. Number two, 
I changed managers one week after my first week at work. Okay, so this felt more like a foreshadow than an actual reason to quit and today I can definitely say it was foreshadowing of everything that would go wrong. The thing is, I was hired in a period where the company was growing, which was great, and the structure was changing, which was also great. However, one of the main reasons and probably the number one reason I chose to accept this job since it wasn't the only job offer I had was because I saw great mentor-mentee potential between the guy who presented himself as my manager during my first interview. I knew I would learn and grow a lot under his wing, only to learn sooner than I thought that I would be changing managers because he was being promoted to another post. I remember I had been disappointed then, but I didn't let it get to me. But now that I think about it, I believe that the best first job someone could have is to be working with a great mentor, especially since you're technically lost in a new world away from your usual school days. A good mentor will help you find your way in the corporate world until you can manage on your own. Unfortunately, I had a pretty unstable mentorship. Number three, I didn't find the point in whatever I was doing. It didn't take me long to realize that I was getting depressed at work. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. It's a really bad idea to start working right after graduating, especially if you're coming back from studying abroad. I didn't allow myself time to adapt to that new and contrasting lifestyle. And to be honest, I had rushed into job applications before my graduation ceremony out of panic of being unemployed. Having graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology with no money to continue my psychology studies pushed me to dread the rumors of the unemployed, overqualified graduates, especially that I was in arts. I was neither a doctor nor a lawyer nor a business person. Of course, I eventually learned that studying the arts does open a lot of job opportunities because of a degree's versatility. But indeed, after some time, the philosopher in me started to question everything from my life to my job. And I didn't find my job fulfilling or meaningful or contributing to a greater good. That's the thing though when you study the arts and psychology. So far, every subject I had studied at school highlighted a greater purpose, whether it was war and politics or mental health. So as an adult, I couldn't bring myself to accept that my work's only purpose was to make profit. Number four, I couldn't connect with the people whose support I needed the most. I think that was the saddest reason why I quit my job. Somehow, even though I did develop some friendships, I couldn't get close enough to the people around me. I often felt out of place. Maybe it was because I was still getting used to being back in Mauritius? Or maybe we just couldn't click. I was closest with people outside of my team. And that's when you know something's not quite right. Maybe it was psychological or maybe it's the way I am. It takes a lot of trust and time for me to open up unless there's an immediate click. However, I was pressured to open up quickly because of the nature of my work. 
It was not that I wasn't opening up, but I was opening up too slowly to be noticed. And I hate more than anything to be rushed into instilling closeness and camaraderie. Well then, maybe I was just not fit for the personality they required for that job. The worst thing was that I was already putting up a wall around me because of reason number three. Number five, I didn't believe that the company would take me where I wanted to go in life. If I translate this to a more trendy millennial language, it would be, I wasn't a good cultural fit in the company and didn't feel connected to the company's mission. The feeling was mutual. As much as I liked my friends there, I didn't feel like I belonged, neither in the company nor the job. This eventually meant that I couldn't see a foreseeable future career there. I didn't want to grow there and I didn't feel that my professional goals aligned with theirs. Of course, I believe that you should also never define yourself by your job or career. You are more than just a resume. If you need the money, whether for your family or for future studies, you don't have to 100% align with your job, as long as you make ends meet, until it's time to move on. But as someone who has settled back with her parents and who doesn't need to save every single cent she can, I could definitely afford to leave to look for a more fitting and meaningful workplace. Number 6. I received a better opportunity elsewhere. Well, that was the last straw. Do I really have to explain this one? I was offered a job while working at my first job, which was the trigger to me even considering quitting my job. Despite all of the reasons I stated before, I was still willing to make it through the year. That is until I received that phone call. Mind you, better didn't mean a higher salary. A better opportunity meant an easier commute to and from my actual home, a more global community and working in an actual buzzing city. I took about a month to think it over and finally decided to resign. One thing I learned is that there's not one reason that justifies leaving a job, but a combination of many. I could have had all these thoughts of quitting and having all these underlying issues gnawing at my mind, but to be honest, if it were not for the last reason, that last straw, I would still be working at that job today. And the context of my life at that time played a significant role too. Who knows, maybe if I had just accepted that job now, I wouldn't have endured all of these. So before you submit your resignation letter, think carefully about the situation you are in. If you are to quit your job, do it because it is right for you and you only. Thank you for listening.